Hey, welcome back to the Always Love Yours podcast. I'm Jared. And I'm Krista. And welcome back to the Always Love Yours podcast, like I just said. <laughs> happy Valentine's Day. Yes, happy Valentine's Day. Um, not the day we're recording this, but the day that this is dropping, it is Valentine's Day. Definitely, and that's going to be kind of the theme, I guess you say, of the podcast, because it is Valentine's Day when this comes out. <laughs> and we thought it would be really fun, because we've been really kind of thinking about how our relationship has been during quarantine, right? But before we get into that, Jared, how have you been loving yours? All right, well, first things first, uh, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. He's ready for this. I got my PS5. (laughs) Shout out. Hey, I got a PS5, got a PS5, and I'm so juiced. I already played hella games, and I beat uh, God of War 4. I just last night beat um, uh, the Ghost of Tsushina. I was going to say the Ghost of Tsunade, but shout out to my Naruto fans, my Weeboos. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> um, now I'm playing Uncharted. I also got, um, what is it, Call of Duty Cold War. Uh, holla at me. I'm uh, Miles Morales. Yeah, that's just me, so holla at me. <laughs> um <laughs> And yeah, um, I've just been loving that, and I've been cool. The cool thing about my um, PS5 is I've made sure that it hasn't uh, completely owned my life and owned all of what I do, because I've used it as my reinforcer for behaviors I want to increase. So, for instance, what I would do is I'd have to read like a chapter in my book, and then I'd earn PS5 time. So. What's cool about doing that, we call that pre-Mac principle, first then, or they call it grandma's law. Like, you got to eat your peas before you get your um, (laughs) goodie or your um, ice cream. So I read my chapter of my book and then I play. And what's cool about that um, process of reinforcement is eventually the first thing that you use, the book, will um, have the reinforcing qualities of the thing that you're using to reinforce, like the PS5. So now I just want to read my book and it's enjoyable and st- uh, without even having to get my PS5 time. So that's what's dope. Krista, <laughs> how are you loving yours? Ooh, it's my turn. Wait, I have a question. Can I ask a question first? Yes. How is video games and how is reading an act of loving yours? How is that for you? Because that's different for everybody, right? Okay, well, first of all, all my homies, we could say video games is self-care. Say it with me. Video (laughs) Video games games is self-care. Yes, because you know what? That's what we want to do. We we derive pleasure from playing (laughs) video games. You know, girls be like, oh, he don't pay attention to me. He's always on that damn game. Well, you know what? I'm sorry, (laughs) but that game gives us so much reinforcement and um, re- and reading books is really helping me with. Um, I feel like my education has done a, a good job at providing a lot of gaps in the learning of this thing I'm really interested in, behavioral science. Mm-hmm. And they've really focused on being a board certified behavior analyst and not really being a good behavioral scientist. So I've been trying to bridge the gap by doing some independent research. Yeah. Um, and that's another way of loving mine. So I'm not only. We got to talk about that. Go for it. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So the reason why I I asked that is because I think what Jared just said is a great example of self care. It's a way to kind of keep a balance and a way to for you to kind of um, just maintain everything when you feel super burned out. So he's maintaining a lot of. You know, his uh, youthfulness, I guess you could call it. Youthful vigor. Or, like, even just, like, paying attention to his, you know, child state, we call it, in the MFT land. Um, And still engaging in quote-unquote play. I think as adults, we feel like we can't play anymore, right? And I think it's so important for self-care to remember that. And and that is an act of love for yourself. An act of (laughs) self-love. Also, disclaimer, do you want to <laughs> say what's going on? Yeah, so you might have heard a voice just now. We taught our dog, Chewy, yeah. um, some mans or D-mans um, by using these little buttons where we record our voice. 
And we have four buttons right now. The first one we taught was? Was outside. So that she can go for a walk. We also have? The um, open. To open the um, balcony door, which you just heard. (laughs) And then we also have? The uh, treats, which is her favorite. She was going ham today on treats. And also the all done. (laughs) Exactly. So she can know when we've given her her enough treats, we press treat, all done. So she knows (laughs) that's all done. And she took to it really quickly. Um, We'll we'll talk about that either in this or another podcast and provide information on where you can teach your dog to provide mans to get what they want and need. Yeah. But Krista, in the meantime, Mm -hmm. how have you been loving yours? Um, I think for me, I was really thinking about this because I feel like I might say the same thing every episode. I don't know. I have to listen back. But for me, I think I am treating myself like a human being. So what that means is a lot of times, I've noticed also in quarantine that I'm actually a very anxious person, but I'm really good at covering it up. <laughs> I How guess so? I guess it's called like, I don't know if I want to call it that, but I've heard of the term high-functioning anxiety. Now, that isn't like a classical... DSM disorder or anything like that Hmm. Um, but it just means that you know we have anxiety but it's very very um, not the classical diagnosis I Mm -hmm. guess we cover it up because we do get stuff done however to get stuff done we're really stressed and anxious Uh, this can look like perfectionism um, you know and just trying to get everything done in the right way or quote unquote the right way or even like I don't know like control issues or not OCD but like OCD like tendencies mm-hmm. stuff like that uh, yeah you, I'm sure a lot of people have heard the term high functioning anxiety but I've learned that I'm very much that and when I don't get things done like fast or if I don't get things done by somehow a deadline I've created in my head. I'm very hard on myself. And I've definitely kind of realized that. And I'm doing better. Especially because I've started like this huge, not huge, but it's kind of blown up way faster than I expected, unexpectedly. My little side craft hustle. Uh, And I've realized I'm very much uh, someone who stresses herself out. (laughs) But that's how you've been loving yours? Yeah, that's been... Nice. How I've been loving mine is being able to slow myself down. Okay. And being able to be like, you know, you don't have to finish this today. Mm -hmm. There's times where, you know, you can finish this tomorrow. Like, it's not a all or nothing or anything like that. Like, you could take your time. I have a hard time taking breaks when it comes to productivity or whatever, right? And so I'm learning to do that, learning to slow down. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And you know what? I'm glad you brought that up because that brings us to our first ever um, <laughs> I can't believe we actually got one. What? We got our first sponsor today, um, <laughs> customized by Krista. Um, if you guys want something customized, go to customized by Krista. Um, that's the um, Instagram. What about everything else? Aye, aye, aye. Yes, I guess you could. Uh, he did. I did not know that he was going to say that. <laughs> what do you mean? What else? <laughs> I mean, like, how else can they find you? What can they buy? What are the op- oh, op- okay. options? I don't like to talk about myself. Well, I mean, if you ain't going to put you up, who else is going to put you up? See, this is why I love him. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's customized by Krista on Instagram. I also have an Etsy. There's only one thing up there, but basically I make customized orders um, specifically on acrylic. Uh, and I do Spotify plaques. I do picture keychains, personalized. I create custom uh, stickers that are pretty high quality. Um, yeah. And also, last Christmas, I made these awesome ornaments that I loved and a lot of people loved. Um, and it's been such a good journey. 
stressful but good (laughs) yeah and some of my favorite creations that she's made is she has a sticker um that she made of our dog so you can get your (laughs) stickers of your animals um and she got a sticker she made one of uh, angela davis one of my favorite um people on this earth (laughs) um and then she also made uh um a plaque that's like a um uh what is it uh a music um iTunes music, like on your phone plaque? Spotify, not iTunes, because iTunes doesn't give a code to scan. Just yeah, say. but I mean, okay, <laughs> well, I guess I, I got music on my, whatever. <laughs> but it was of my song, um, what's that song called? Uh, another Day in Quarantine. Yes, Another Day did in you, Quarantine. Did you really forget? No, I didn't. Oh another Day in God. Quarantine by Jared V. See what he does? Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, back to the show. <laughs> Okay, so we haven't done this segment in a long time. So we're going to be doing what's on the timeline. And right now, Jared, what is on your timeline? Oh, damn. Um, first of all, it's Friday right now. I did forget. <laughs> he forgot. Because I thought you just asking that. I was like, well, there's a lot of shit on the timeline. I don't know if you know what's going on down in Pennsylvania with the motherfucking oh capital riots and all that shit. The insurrection. Okay, 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 okay. Sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to get all political. But it's Friday, so you know what that means. WandaVision. WandaVision. And oh, Boy, was this a good one. This is the one right after... Oh, I can't, can I even well, say... Well, actually, Spo- you know what? Spoiler There's going to be spoilers, so... If you haven't watched yeah. WandaVision past episode four... First of all, what are you doing? Uh, second of all, uh, spoiler alert. So this is the one after Quicksilver came. <laughs> Damn. He didn't even give you a chance. Nah, it's Halloween. Um, and right after we watched it, I was walking Chewy, and there's this dude with the WandaVision hoodie on, and I was like, hey, I like your hoodie, man. And he's like, oh, thanks. I worked on the show. And I was like, Psh, typical L.A. shit. I need to get in with him so I can get a cameo on the next season. Oh, my Holla at gosh. your boy. <laughs> but, yeah, so what do you think about WandaVision so far? But also, maybe we should start off with, like, what was your expectations? Because it was really confusing in the beginning. Oh, yeah, in the beginning, like, with the black and white episodes. Yeah. First of all, I know I'm a millennial, and I'm going to get shit for this, but fuck them black and white episodes. <laughs> Don't really care for it. They needed that color, um, and I'm glad they had some colored people in it. <laughs> and um, But at first, I really didn't know what... I knew it was going to go on because I read the comics, uh, so I had some I did degree. not. <laughs> But um, I always thought it was interesting. I thought the new, the, the the more episodes that come out, the more interesting it becomes for me. So like the least episodes that I liked were probably one and two, and then three was super interesting. Four was really interesting, you know. So it just gets more and more interesting to me. How about yourself? Um, when I I didn't know what to expect. Um, I didn't really feel like I really knew too much about Wanda. But now I'm she's starting to be one of my favorite female. Avenger or female um, characters in the MCU for sure. Um, I'm really glad they also focused on her because I feel like there's a lot of themes going on in WandaVision and my therapist mind is like, Ooh, there's so much mental health stuff going on. Well, and, I think that you've always yeah. had like some of the best um, ideas of what the themes are and I, and oh, you, you, you pointed them out before they really grew. So can we talk about the themes that you uh, identified or diagnosed early on <laughs> in the series? A lot of people online were saying that she has PTSD. And I do agree to an extent. It definitely has PTSD qualities, especially the like flashbacks she's having, the very intrusive um, thoughts she has sometimes. However... I think that we shouldn't really overshadow her grief. So I would say that she has traumatic grief. So basically what that is, is trauma symptoms overlapping grief symptoms. And if you think about it, I mean, the first, like, Avenger movie she was in, she lost her brother. Yeah. Right? Which was devastating. Well, actually, not even before that. She lost her parents. (laughs) Before before she showed up, the, the parents died. Her parents died, so she had already the sense of abandonment and grief and then her brother dies yeah literally the only person she trusted in that movie didn't see that coming right and so (laughs) oh and then of course she gets to the avengers and then meets vision and has that little awkward fling but it works (laughs) that Uh, robo ding dong (laughs) 
And then he dies. Like, it's what we would call in the mental health field is that's cumulative loss. So it's loss after loss after loss after loss. So, of course. Worst way to stack bodies. Right? Of course, (laughs) after Endgame, you're going to want to protect yourself. And a lot of times, people with grief, people with trauma, they do things that might not be helpful to some people. Oh, it's literally she's in her own bubble. Yeah. Because she's, of the, oh, I'm just now getting that. It's I, a I feel, own bubble. I feel like I've told you. I, <laughs> Doesn't I, listen. <laughs> I was listening, but I wasn't hearing. Yeah. <laughs> so what she's done is she's created a predictable world to protect herself from getting hurt or protect herself for risking to get hurt. And that's just a great um, kind metaphor. of just example and a metaphor of how a lot of people who deal with grief, trauma, or traumatic grief actually learn to act in the world sometimes mm. to protect themselves. And sometimes that might be isolation, like she did, clearly. Mm-hmm. And she isolated hella people with her. She's like quarantined all the mofos. Trust issues, right? So it's hard to trust people. It's hard to get close to people, right? Surprised Again, she didn't have Drake in there. <laughs> and that's just a way to protect themselves. And so that's my diagnosis. <laughs> I think that's a great diagnosis. And then, like, I'm over here coming from somebody who read the comics. I've read yeah. House of M. And I'm like, oh, babe, this is that person. And this is that person. And then it's just interesting. Like, I was telling her from the jump, it was like, yeah, she she ends up, like, having these kids. One is named Wiccan, which is a kind of problematic name. Um, yeah. Um, and then the other one is um, uh, Speed. And, um, you know, they have powers of one is Speed. And one has similar re- reality warping powers to her. And, um, and, and the thing is, like, it's weird because, like, she has them. But, like, first of all, you had them with a synthesoid. So we got some questions. A what? Um, he's a synthesoid. Um, huh? Like an android. Oh. But he's got, I've like, synthetic. Um, yeah, he's got, like, synthetic is parts. Is that vision? Yeah, vision. Oh, okay. So, okay. I mean, like, uh, I mean, like, you know, he, he's shooting blanks. So. <laughs> how Clearly, because he's a robot. <laughs> yeah. So how did that happen? And she, she, she made it. Like, if you watch in one episode, which really, like, made me think is there was that mobile um mm-hmm. that they were making before the babies came when she was pregnant there was a mobile and on the mobile it had butterflies and then because of her magic she made the butterflies come to life yeah and i was like bruh bruh <laughs> like <laughs> if she could do that then there's no question she could oh put a bun in gosh. her own oven yeah that's that was <laughs> tripped me out sometimes i think too like where where did they come from but being someone who's like a huge comic fan, comic nerd, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, whatever you uh, identify with, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, whatever comic pronoun. <laughs> I'm wearing Naruto sweats right now. <laughs> I, you, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. And I, that's actually one of the things I love about him, um, which is weird, funny to say. Uh, did it meet your expectations from reading the book or did it exceed it? For me, not book. Sorry, comic. It's <laughs> like a graphic novel, whatever. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm not one of the people that need it or want it to be the same as the comic. Yeah. Because it's more interesting for me as a watcher to be to not be in the know. Mm, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it's more interesting this way. Um, because it uh it allows individuals who don't read the comics a better in. And a lot of times in the comics, they weren't written perfectly. Like, the first Civil War comic was a terrible comic. Yeah. Like, to be honest, like, everybody was wrong. (laughs) Like, even, I mean, the movie, like, it was kind of fucked up how um, Winter Soldier and um, Steve Rogers, Captain America, were whooping ass on Iron Man. When it's like, well, you killed my mom and my dad, but you're now both whooping my ass? Like, what? (laughs) But, like, in the comics, it was just even worse. Like, it was, like, a bad idea. So, like, House of M... Like, she was just mad, and she was like, no more mutants. And then she just, like, made it so, like, like 99%, 99 or 95% of the mutant population lost their powers. Mm. And then she created a whole world where, like, mutant, where everybody got their, technically everybody got their wish. Okay. And Magneto's wish, her dad, was for mutants to be the um, dominant 
uh, species because they call it we're Homo sapiens. Mutants yeah. are Homo superior. Uh, so um, they were they were like the dominant species, and it was problematic in a lot of ways, um, like even like continuity wise. So this way, it kind of is more interesting. It's more conducive to the um, to the uh, continuity they had in the MCU, which is the six one six. Uh, it's not the six one six universe, <laughs> but it's it's a different universe. The six one six is a comic book universe. But you know, it, it's really interesting to me just to see it this way. And that black and white stuff in the beginning, yeah. I know it got a, a whole different group, a whole different audience to watch this or to like it. Yeah. Because it probably reminded them of that, you know, Brady Bunch type shit. Yeah. I also kind of like it because now that we're talking about that and the family sitcom idea, it reminds me of how families have evolved, right? Yeah. It's, it's Well, it, the portrayal from, of how families have evolved, yeah, too. Yeah, definitely. Um, but also now that I think about it, it also shows that influence of the past portrayals of family and yeah. how if you don't have that necessarily, like Wanda clearly doesn't have that outside of her bubble, mm-hmm. right? You might feel like you're quote unquote not normal or that there's something wrong with you yeah. or there's something missing, right? And that's just a great example of how, you know, social media and TV and entertainment in general influences how we feel about ourselves. You know, you're 100% right. One of the things that you've said before to me is that you never really, um, your family never really ate together. Yeah. At the dinner table. Yeah. And my family always did. Yeah. So if you saw that, like families eating at the dinner table all the time on TV, that probably affected you. Yeah. I mean, a little bit. I kind of... I think that I felt like that a little bit. I kind of got used to it because it was nice because I got to pick my own food (laughs) and eat whatever I want. However, it wasn't that much that. I was raised by a single mom. And so I didn't really have a father figure after seventh grade. And so that's the part that felt a little bit different. But my mom was a really strong woman and... It was more empowering for sure, mm-hmm. right? Like Father's Day was kind of, ugh, you know, uh, it didn't, I wasn't mad or anything. It just was like, okay, you know, I've learned to kind of be happy for other people. And mm-hmm. I've also learned to be grateful for what I had because I had a lot. Um, and I like to celebrate my uncle actually for Father's Day because he's like my dad. Uh, but yeah, definitely. Do you feel like for, um, Oh, hi, Chewy. <laughs> For WandaVision, do you feel like they're doing a good job at portraying a female lead? Um, For me, yeah. I mean, first of all, I think this is one por- important part that I have to mention. And it's um, a lot of, uh, I- I've heard uh, some f- women concerned with how um, Wanda is portrayed as the powerful woman with power who can't control herself or goes crazy or can't control her powers Mm -hmm. and that's a common trope in um in 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 media um especially of powerful women where they just go crazy or they can't control themselves um and it's kind of difficult for me to um because it's like one on one hand it's like well that's her story but on the other hand it's like well damn that's that, that is a common trope of women that can't control uh, their powers. Mm-hmm. So um, that's that's a difficult thing to uh, maneuver through. But I do like how, one, she's this incredibly powerful being yeah. that nobody in the um, show can control or can mm-hmm. take down. Like, she's both the protagonist and the antagonist, at least from our point of view at this point. Totally. 100%. What do you think? Yeah, I feel like, you know how I have this... It's saying it's in my head. Jared likes to say a lot the duality of man, right? Mm-hmm. This is very much the duality of woman, right? I mean, there's definitely more than two sides. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think that her quote unquote trope or whatever the narrative is that they want to describe gives to her a lot of depth. Like, I feel like she has been already like just grown throughout this series and it's only been like what four episodes how many episodes i think we're on episode six six episodes like in a movie a lot of times it's hard to even develop one character yeah (laughs) you know and i think she has a lot of depth to her for sure 
I agree. Um, but I didn't know people. Um, other people were viewing that like with women stuff. Yeah, I mean, I was I was listening to this uh, podcast or YouTube video, and one of the and the one of the women on the thing was just talking about that, and I was like, that's an interesting take. Uh, I, 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 and, and for that reason, she was upset with the episode because it felt like it was going in that direction, oh, um, with okay. the narr- narration. And I was just like, wow, that's, that's, that's really interesting to hear. You know, it's a different perspective than I probably would have put on it. And I have recognized that trope, but I didn't attach it to this. And maybe it's because I like Marvel uh, movies and shows and stuff yeah. like that. And I didn't want to like, you know, rose tinted glasses type thing. Yeah. <laughs> Wanda tinted glasses type thing. <laughs> WandaVision. <laughs> Watching it with WandaVision. But yeah, no, but um, I, I definitely like the speed. You know, I love myself a good speedster. So I love uh, I love the fact that they got a speedster. Um, and yeah. yeah, it's it's really good to watch. And I definitely wasn't watching it while I was at work <laughs> and at Zoom. Sure. <laughs> no, I think it is. It's getting really good. And I really am enjoying the series. And I hope somehow we find out like what's going on um, or what's going to happen. Sorry yeah. if you hear something in the background. I think. It's just individuals in the apartment <laughs> complex getting to their apartment. Hopefully they get there safely. Definitely. All right. So we are going to go ahead and switch to the topic of the day because it is Valentine's Day. Hey. Um, so we're going to go over kind of how quarantine affected our relationship. And how it reflects affects relationships. Yeah. But also... Or we could speculate how it might mm-hmm. affect relationships. Also, though, I do want to say a disclaimer that we are not experts yet. Um, for me, I'm going to say yet <laughs> um, on the subject. It's definitely our opinion and how we have perceived our situation, but mm-hmm. also how we might theorize or you know speculate other relationships might work out. Um, so please take this with a grain of salt. You know, uh, this is more for like entertainment purposes yep. and yeah. So how do you think that uh, quarantine has affected our relationship generally? Well, first of all, we're in close proximity with each other a whole <laughs> lot more of the time. Yeah, Like it's crazy if you think like I used to probably leave for work. I, I probably left for work before you. So I left for work at like what, 730? Yeah. Um, or maybe even earlier than that, seven fifteen probably. I think so. I do. I don't even remember. I don't even remember either. Sorry. So I let, let, let's say seven thirty. Yeah. And then like when I was you know re- really working, I'd come back home at like six seven. I was like I like seven. Yeah. So that's pretty much the whole day, Monday through Friday. Um, yeah. And now I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> By the time she gets up, I'm still home. I went to go hike and play basketball. But I'm home. Yeah. And I was working, doing school, and in an internship last beginning of last year. So that means I would have class till either 7 or 10 <laughs> sometimes or some days. And sometimes I would work super late uh, at my internship. And I would start the day, like, super early. Oh, I'm so happy I'm not in that schedule anymore. <laughs> I forgot that I also had <gasps> school every other weekend. <laughs> yeah. And so a lot of times we only saw each other really on the weekends, right before we were about to go to bed. Damn, how do we make it this long? <laughs> I know. And then... Yeah, and then a little bit before him leaving, right? Mm-hmm. And then it went from that to both of us working from home. Mm-hmm. Last Beginning of last year, or March of last year, I had school too, and he had school, so we were both in class mm-hmm. <laughs> in the same area. And so it definitely tested our relationship. Yeah. <laughs> How would you say it tested our relationship? Um. Well... Uh, we were, we were definitely, I feel like a big part of it is we were forced to be around each other a lot. Yeah. And even like with anybody, no matter how much you love them, being around somebody for all day, all night, every day, every night is going to be, um, have its challenges. It's going to have its ups, it's going to have its downs, its highs and its lows. Um, and I think that, uh, it's, it's really, um, 
made me uh, be more. I think it's been helped me become a better partner. Mm-hmm. You know, I agree. And and that's how I feel how what it has done for me and, and be more in tune with your needs, values and wants. <laughs> the way you said that. I'm so proud. He's, <laughs> he should not be like like he used to whenever I talked about like attunement or like being in tuned with someone, you would are like, oh, no, because <laughs> his well, radical behavior is mine was like, nope. <laughs> well, I'm not going to lie and say that I didn't know that, that was going to be highly reinforcing for you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is because, you know, sometimes he shocks me and like it feels like, he, yeah, you're actually listening to me. How about you? I think it's it's I feel like it's it's kind of done the opposite for me. You mean you a worse partner? No, 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 no. Not. <laughs> yeah, damn. You know how it's that you said that it's made you a better partner. Mm-hmm. I think it's made me a better person. In general. Okay. How so? <laughs> I f- <laughs> he looks so qu- like, huh? <laughs> I was just like, how is that the opposite? <laughs> well, okay. I, I think in the beginning of a relationship, just like any relationship, you just want to impress somebody mm-hmm. and like do all the good things. And da, 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 Don't and, fart around them. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like you always want to give and, and all these things. And then you get to the point. Don't give all right. It- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to lose my train of thought. Um, and so, you know, after that point, that fresh honeymoon stage, you really see the true colors of each of us, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I feel like quarantine definitely magnified a lot of our issues that we had. Mm-hmm. Um, but it forced me to lean into that discomfort and also to realize, you know, I should also be focusing on myself rather than this relationship that I naturally was like super focused on when we first started dating. Does that make sense? And yeah. so it was a good time to kind of take a step back and be like, oh, like, what are these challenges that we really have? But also challenging myself to lean into that discomfort. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, for instance, there are some I don't know how much you're willing to allow me to disclose. But I mean, I just think that you've changed in a lot of ways. Like you're more willing and ready to not argue with me, but speak up about what you think and feel oh, if, it, yeah. if it's like contrary to what I think and feel. Yeah. Whereas in the beginning, like um, you were just anti-confrontation. And I think that's a part of how you grew up. Yeah. Whereas totally. I grew up with um, somebody who just passed the bar. Shout out to Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> and is a lawyer. And I just, you know, been arguing my whole life. So... I've, yeah. I've loved watching you just become such a strong, independent woman. Not that you weren't before, but now you're strong and independent in another additional way that I think that you can be able to carry on with you into helping you and your brand. She doesn't, she's covering her face. But I mean, I just think that like, and, and it's going to help you stand up for yourself in areas that you might have before been having a difficult time to stand up for yourself but it's like no you deserve this Aww. like you know you 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 a bad woman you know <laughs> i'm not gonna say you know the b word but you know <laughs> you know what i mean bad woman. and my love language is word of affirmation so i'm melting right now <laughs> um oh that's really sweet <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I really appreciate the fact that you're willing to argue with me now. I'm just trying to push you more and more. I am so much better at arguing, and I'm so much better at communicating when I'm shutting down. And that and has repaired a lot within myself of what I've learned growing up. Like, being able to speak up. Because arguing in my family was just, like, yelling. But there was no repair. Like, I never learned to repair an issue or problem solve through, you know, how I grew up. You know, I'm not going to call it now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that, even though it helps us in our relationship, it has really empowered me to see, you know, there's a lot of growth and that I can do it, you know? Mm-hmm. So in a way, this quarantine has actually, and the focus on our relationship has actually made me a better person as an individual. Because, you know, I always believe that a healthy relationship is interdependent where you grow, you know, separately and together, mm-hmm. you know. And so I, I think I've grown a lot separately 
but it's really helpful to have a very very supportive partner (laughs) yeah it's crazy what would you say is what we've i guess have we answered this or what have we learned what have we learned as a a, a, what have we learned as a couple in quarantine quarantine yeah um one uh you can't get away from your problems like <laughs> even if even distance yes! can get get, away, get you away from your problems yeah. in your relationship that's a good one yeah and i'm the kind of person that wants to handle it right then right there and head on yeah and you're not necessarily that kind of person nope, i'm the opposite i shut down i need space and my biggest <laughs> one of my biggest pet peeves is if I'm over here talking to you, looking you in your motherfucking eyes, and I'm asking you a question, and you are saying nothing. You have no response. That drives me fucking crazy. (laughs) You know you have a response. You can say words. You ain't a mute. Like, please speak to me when I'm talking to you. You ain't a mute. (laughs) But, but, But sometimes... You're either not ready to have the conversation or talk. Maybe you don't have the words. Maybe you're not ready because what you are going to say immediately isn't what you want to (laughs) say. I don't know because you ain't saying shit. Uh... (laughs) But that has always been a difficult thing for me. And even as a very patient person, there's only two times I'm not patient. Well, three if you add my little brother. But two times (laughs) I'm not uh, very patient. It's in traffic and when I'm waiting for that answer. So, <laughs> but other than that, you're really patient. That's yeah. like the the best thing about you. Um, and shout out to all my shutdowners <laughs> in a relationship. I know it's hard for us. Um, I think for me, what I've learned is to communicate when I'm shutting down, but also acknowledging that you know, hey, I know me shutting down is making you anxious. However, I need to kind of calm down. I need space a little bit to get myself mentally more regulated so that I can have a more productive argument. Like, I texted you that. I couldn't even say yeah. it. I was so shut down, I couldn't even say it. So I just texted him. That's like, all I need. Hey, I know you're really anxious and this might make you anxious, but I, I'm, we're good. Like, I'm not mad at you. I just need time to kind of regulate. Because what happens with me is I get over flooded with emotions. And then I, <laughs> Jerry knows, I get, I cry. That's all I do. I cry and cry. <laughs> and that's what I don't want to do because I do want to kind of resolve it and I do want to solve it. It's just, what I'm triggered with, what my body and my mind is used to is the, we call it hypo arousal. So like the shutting down, the isolating. That's kind of what I've learned to protect myself. Just like we talked about in Wanda, full circle. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that's one of the things. Also, you don't have to do everything with your partner. Like you could go sure. and do... Like taking Chewy to the park by myself is fun, you know. Like mm-hmm. having that time with just me and Chewy. Chewy's our dog. If you guys didn't yeah. know who that was, um, or the other weekend I went with a friend to the Rose Bowl, socially distanced for sure. I wasn't invited. And then we went to this cool, cute dog cafe. I wasn't invited. It's okay. He was playing PS Five. <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> Um, what else have you learned? Or is there anything else? Cause I mean, there's so much that I've learned, but um, a lot of it is just um, relationship things about how to be a good partner in this relationship. Yeah. And um, there is this one thing, oh, I want to find it on Black People Twitter, that I, <laughs> that I read. Oh, it's right here. (laughs) Men need to start dating women that like them because y'all haven't experienced a woman spoiling y'all or caring about y'all happiness, and that's out of pocket. That's so true. That's so true. What did you get out of that? Why does that resonate with you? Before you, I hadn't had a woman that spoiled me or cared, cared about my happiness. Like, it was all about them and their happiness, and the relationship is always in turmoil when they're upset. And my concern, my feelings didn't matter in the relationship. Yeah, I mean, we talked a lot about your relationship anxiety when it comes to that, right? Remember that one time we we talked about it? Um, I have the same type of relationship anxiety, but mine is more, a little bit different. It's a little bit more complex. Like, it doesn't come from necessarily relationships, or at least romantic relationships. Um but it's definitely interesting to see how our past has affected 
what we bring into our relationship. And mm-hmm. honestly, I feel like through quarantine, what's really worked for us is kind of just communicating. And I feel like we're really equals. Like when we comes when it comes to like household stuff, like you know, we take turns washing the dishes, taking out the trash. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we consistently you know give each other positive you know feedback or you know all these things and i feel like we've definitely come out stronger well a lot of relationships in general might not have (laughs) gotten through quarantine which is okay too you know i mean not you know sometimes it's 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 just having a relationship last is not the sign of a good relationship. Oh, say it again. Louder at the back. <laughs> Just <laughs> having your relationship last is not the sign of a good relationship. Snap, snap, snap. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's really good, babe. <laughs> Don't sound so surprised. Damn. <laughs> no, well, I'm not surprised. It's just like, you know... I don't know. I feel like I get so proud of you when you, when you talk about relationship stuff. Oh, I got good advice. Yeah, you do. You totally. And <laughs> well, talking you. about advice, we are going to move on to our just a tip. Just a tip. <laughs> just a tip segment like where we look through Reddit and there's a subreddit called relationship advice. And I don't look at it. No. <laughs> I have picked out four, because some of these are short, of just some people who have posted in relationship advice seeking advice. Again, we are not experts. Please, if you don't feel like we are correct in our advice, you don't have to take it. But this is our just a tip. <laughs> so, are you ready, Jared? Let's go. Okay. <laughs> The first one is from, should I say the username? Yeah, why not? Shout them out. Bao Bao, B-A-O, B-A-O, and then like the lines face. Underscore, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. that one's Hyphen, underscore, <laughs> underscore, hyphen. So this one says, I asked my boyfriend for flowers on Valentine's Day, and he told me to go pluck them outside. <laughs> Not to mention, he didn't know when Valentine's Day was. He thought it was in August, and I had to remind him. Anyway, after he told me to pluck my own flowers outside, I got mad and said any girlfriend would be mad if their boyfriend told them that. Then he got mad because I was mad. He said, I didn't say no, and you're jumping to conclusion. Life is great. Just wanted to rant. LOL. I was doing so well building up my emotional stability and strength, but this hit me like a truck. It baffles me because we were doing so well, and then we'd suddenly be fighting. Okay, first of all, that's a form of gaslighting when someone gets mad that you're mad. Just so you know. Little tip for the future. (laughs) Second of all, um, how old is this boy? How old are they? Because... They don't say... It doesn't say it, but they seem pretty Yeah, it usually says, like, girl uh, or or female. It doesn't say it. They sound super young. First of all, dude, you don't know where Valentine's Day is? Damn. (laughs) You have no game. Zero game. (laughs) Can I read a comment? This guy said, he got mad because you got mad. That's a mad deflecting. (laughs) Exactly. For real. Um, He got zero game. Don't know when Valentine's Day is. That'll definitely uh, kill your opportunities in the bedroom. Um, And then, like, bruh, yes, get her flowers. Don't tell her to go pick her own flowers. That's like, oh, babe, I want a little PS5. Go get your own damn PS5. Why don't you go fucking build a one? Like, what? Like, that, that is some outlandish shit. Like, I wouldn't. First of all, this girl is for sure not black because you would have been dropped like a bag of bricks right there <laughs> because I don't know who he think he's talking to. It's really funny because I can see both sides. What I think is happening is reactivity. <laughs> so when he said, go pluck your own flowers, she ended up getting really upset, right? And would just, like you said, gaslight him. Any girlfriend would be mad if their boyfriend told them that. Why couldn't she just say, like, you know, I feel kind of annoyed or I feel kind of mad because when you say go pluck them outside, I feel like you don't care about me, you know? Or, like, instead she went to externalize it and say if a girlfriend or was not... I could even say passive about it. If a girlfriend heard that, then he would be, she would be mad, you know? 
like say how you feel, girl. Don't try to say if a girlfriend. <laughs> As a member of the boyfriend delegation, I rebuke this man because I don't know how you're gonna say go pick your own flowers. <laughs> like that is some fighting words. Uh, like, like, like imagine that. That's some. That's I don't know. That's bullshit. He have he has no game, and hopefully he learned a lesson by way of um, rebuking of bedroom activity. (laughs) Bedroom activity. I'm still laughing. This is like my favorite post of this thing. Um, I also, like in the end, what really struck me there was she was like, life is great, just wandering around. I was doing so well, but it hits me like a truck, stuff like that. Girl, some bad stuff is going to happen. You're going to have some lows in your relationship. True. You can't expect it to always be exciting, but you can't also um, expect it to just be, like, perfect all the time. Like, there's going to be lows. And that goes with life, too. We call that very, like, black and white thinking where... Uh, you just think it's going to be one way or the other. When in reality, it's going to be mostly in the middle. <laughs> that's all relationships, friendships, yeah. um, your relationship with your family members or parents, um, and relationships with your romantic um, others. It's, it, there are going to be peaks and valleys. Yes. And you can't, and, but I mean, when it becomes a roller coaster is when it, there's cause for red flags. Yeah. I suggest you both look into what your love languages are <laughs> or, you know, what you would want and kind of your expectations of each other. Cause it seems like they might not align. So I definitely, that would be just my only advice is maybe you guys sit down and, and kind of explore your expectations. Cause I don't think a lot of relationships do that. I, I agree, but I think that, bro, you done fucked up. She told you exactly what she wanted. <laughs> it's a cheap thing to get some flowers, and you, you, you just said go p- pluck some. You could have looked up when fucking uh, uh, Valentine's Day was on Google. Like, bro, you, you had every opportunity to do right. She helped you all the way through, and she didn't even drop a hint. She gave you the whole thing. You dropped the ball, bro. No game. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so the next one. I think this is more for you, Jared, because... Um, it is what do you guys well this is from Christified um, on Reddit in the relationships underscore advice subreddit what do you guys like for Valentine's Day this is my first time I've been in a real relationship for Valentine's Day last year we had barely started dating I did nothing since we hadn't talked about it and he surprised me by sending flowers what do you guys like for Valentine's Day he lives with his brother and doesn't have much room for random stuff, quote unquote stuff. I'm getting good, some good fillets and the lobster tail and making him dinner and making a cake he requested. But I'm just no good at the gift part. Girl, that is a gift. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, what gift do you guys like on Valentine's Day? First of all, guys never get flowers. We would fucking love some flowers. <laughs> I would put that on show on Instagram like Would you really? Like 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 bro like that's flexing on the gram like I got flowers. You didn't get flowers? Oh my <laughs> Your girl don't love you. I got flowers. This is news to me. I have never heard him say that he would like flowers. But well, okay. I mean it's just it's it's the gesture, you know what I mean? It makes me feel like you're trying as hard as I'm trying. Like you're <laughs> caring as much as I'm caring. And the day is as about me as it is about you. And sure. I'm being appreciated, and it's not just, oh. But what if it's not flowers? What if it's something else? Well, that, that was for one, number one. Don't just get them flowers and be like, this coochie. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to let you deflower me, too. <laughs> oh, no. my God. Um, <laughs> so that's number one. Number two, if he plays video games, little hint, they have ways that you can buy, like, points, like, for Ooh, them to buy team. games uh-huh. or to buy um, w- whatever on their system. So if they play a PlayStation, just go up to whomever at wherever, buy some PlayStation points so he could buy a game. See how much a, a, a game nowadays costs about 70 bucks. So you want to buy about a 70 buck huh. dollar gift card for either if it's PlayStation, buy the, that. If it's Xbox, you buy Xbox points. If it's a Switch, you buy them Switch points. Mm. And you figure out how much this, the points are and you buy that. That way, you don't fuck up and get them the wrong game <laughs> or an old ass 2K. I, <laughs> you, I almost made that uh, <laughs> wrong know, decision. Yeah. So you could do that. Second of all, 
if he's talking about some shit and he has to buy it for himself, he wants it. Third of all, if he likes anything, get him some socks with it or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> get him some socks. Like, and you know what? Ask us what we want or ask us things that, like, we're so oblivious. If you just mm-hmm. be like, hey, babe, um, what's something that you w- wouldn't buy yourself but that you w- would want, mm-hmm. that you wouldn't buy for yourself? We'll tell you, not even know that Valentine's Day is coming up and that you're picking that for us. That's a good one. Also, candy. Their favorite candy. Yeah. As part of it. Literally anything, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> but flowers and points for our video game shits, that's dope. And if they don't play video games, figure out what are their hobbies. If you likes to play a uh, guitar, buy them a new pick. I mean, I don't know. No, yeah, that's good. I think what's also been working for us um, is sending each other, like, lists. Yeah. Like, you know, I sent him for... Because we didn't know what we wanted to get each other for Valentine's Day. So I sent him, like, my Amazon wish list that I mm-hmm. update frequently. And so he, if he ever gets, like, what do I, should I get? Mm-hmm. He just goes on there. Um, and same with him. You know, I literally was about to get him a game. And then I asked him, like, I don't want to get you something you already have. I didn't know about the points thing. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a great one. Um, Thank you. (laughs) What what, what do we get you, ladies? Flowers, for sure. If a girl says she don't like flowers, if she's really adamant of, like, not wanting flowers because she's allergic, okay. But surprise flowers is always a good idea. You have no idea how, like, romantic that is to us because we were raised on watching all these, like, Mm rom-coms and, like, flowers and seeing celebrities get flowers <laughs> flowers is a great way to go um what else Ooh, that's really hard because it depends on the girl it, it does but i mean also dudes like you don't want your girl like if you've ever seen the the office your girl to be that one everybody else is getting flowers oh but yeah girl don't get flowers like and and uh, she gotta watch on instagram as every other bitch gets flowers but yo ass didn't get her no flowers <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing though that you said like if they've talked about wanting something and they haven't gotten it get it for her you know um anything that relates to what she likes is thoughtful anything thoughtful like if you're paying attention as a dude and you like <laughs> get her something like that that is so thoughtful but say we were paying attention and we forgot go to etsy <laughs> Go to Etsy, write down Valentine's Day gift, and you're going to see all these personalized stuff. Because I'm on Etsy, too. Um, And literally, like, the stuff that I make, like, the plaques with, like, your cute picture and your song. You know, anything customized like that. Uh, A freaking... um, There's also this one that's, like, a, like, map of when they met or something of what, Mm -hmm. what the stars look like when they met or whatever. Anything customized is, like, your go-to. And I feel like a lot of guys don't go on Etsy, but trust me, you're going to find so many things that are pretty good, like, prices, too. Mm-hmm. You can't go wrong with anything customized, for sure. Okay. <laughs> what about, um, uh, this is just a random guess, uh, a gift card to, like, Mac? Ooh, that's good, too. Uh, I mean, that's good, too. However, you give gift cards to people you barely know. Because you're like, mm. oh, I don't know. So if you're thinking about... Try it on <laughs> If you're thinking of getting a gift, make it something thoughtful. You could even get, like... If you even, like, made something. Like in that Friends episode where Chandler and Monica had to make each other stuff for Valentine's Day. Even if you just make something, that's, like, good enough. At least for me. I can't talk to, for, for all these girls out here. Because mm-hmm. we're so different. Okay. I, I think yeah, the ones so, that I said. So, dude, this is this is the tip. Then, this is the, this is just the tip. <laughs> just a tip. What you're gonna do is, I know you weren't listening all year, <laughs> but January in the new year, you're gonna listen, and you're gonna listen hard, and then when that February 14th comes up, your listening is gonna pay off, and you go ride that out to the birthday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a good. That's actually a great tip. But also food. Like I love food. Yeah, like, if you buy me sushi for Valentine's Day, we're good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So we have two more. Um, are you having fun reading these? Yes. 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 <laughs> so this one comes from John Riley, 
And it says, is it a good or bad idea to give a girl flowers on Valentine's Day who I just started dating? This guy's 21. So they've been on a couple dates only and haven't seen each other for more than a month since she's come back come back home everything is still going well and this girl is coming back in a couple weeks so um he would also have to ask one of her friends to give her something from him which he doesn't know if that's a good idea because he doesn't know the friends personally so do you think that's a good idea or a bad idea i'm gonna answer the first part because that second part was confusing as fuck (laughs) um this is what i say If the question is, do I get her flowers or do I not get her flowers? You get her flowers, and if she enters your car, you open her door. Okay? (laughs) It's very simple. (laughs) Buy her flowers, even if they're roses. Better, you get more points if they're not roses, but (laughs) get her flowers and open her door. And know her favorite flower. Learn her favorite flower. It doesn't have, you don't have to know it from the jump. Um, but you know, and what I'm gonna give you some game, homies. What you do is you get her some flowers and be like, I didn't know your favorite flowers, but I thought these were beautiful, just like you. Oh god! And then you ask her, what are your favorite flowers? So you not only gamed her up with that line. Now you are gonna ask her a question, and that's even more game because you're like, oh, he cares about me. He wants to know about me. And then you halfway to the home plate. Damn, if I fell for that, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. Hey, I'm Jared, you. Jared has a lot of game. It's really hard to, like, not fall for him. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could go with Jared's thing for sure. Get her flowers for sure. I also think, it, I feel like you're so young that what happens is because you haven't had that many relation, relationships or experiences in dating, there's, like, these imaginary rules that we all set up for ourselves mm-hmm. about dating and all these things that honestly go with what you think feels right. Don't yep. go with other people's rules. Cause guess what? Those rules worked for them, mm-hmm. but you don't know if those rules are going to work for you. So definitely whenever you're trying to figure out like, Oh, should I get her flowers or not? Because it's just been blah, blah, blah. Think of what works for you and her. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, if you're so concerned, I totally get it. However, it's not one size fits all when it comes to quote unquote rules, right? Yeah, I, I agree. And, and you know what? You got to be yourself because if you're going to be somebody else, are you going to be that somebody else the entire time you're dating this person? You got to make that decision right now because yeah. you need to at some point introduce them to who you really are. And if that's not going to go well, then that relationship is not going to go well. Bars. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. (laughs) All right. Last one. I picked a juicy one for the last one. And I kind of don't know how I feel about it. But let me get Jared's point of view of this. Okay. So this is from Captain Crispy 84. Um, Boyfriend is 38. She's 84? 38. No. Oh, okay. He's born in 84. Bo- yeah. The boyfriend, the guy, is 38. And the the woman is 35. So these are older people. Okay? So the, to- the, the title is, Boyfriend is too busy to spend our first Valentine's Day with me. So it says, I've been with my boyfriend. So this is a girl. She's 35. I've been with my boyfriend for nine months. He just bought a house a couple weeks ago and is busy finishing up grad school and working. We haven't had a date in weeks. I asked a couple of weeks ago what we should do for Valentine's Day, and he said he would make me dinner. Then a week ago, he said he had rented a truck to move stuff out of his storage unit on Valentine's Day and that he would try to stop by in the afternoon. I don't consider that a firm plan, and I'm not counting on that happening. I asked him about tomorrow, and he says he's busy unpacking. He said he was sorry for not spending time with me recently, but that's but that he's really busy with work and moving. But I'm really pissed off. It's our first Valentine's Day together, and I feel like an afterthought. Any thoughts or advice? What do you think? <laughs> okay, so let me just say this. I'm going to do a little quick maths. Valentine's Day <laughs> he is... He said maths. <laughs> Valentine's Day is on the 14th. Moving out day is usually on the 31st. 
Okay. Or depend. It really depends, though. It, it does it could, depend. It could, be, it could be that 15th. It could be that 15th, but the boy could have got it done earlier if he cared enough to do so. I'm in grad school. I work. I do both. And I still make time. People make time for people they care about making time for. Say it louder in the back. For the ba- wait, I said that wrong. <laughs> Say it louder for the people in the back. People make time for people they care to make time for. Because you know what? I've been in that position where somebody else was not making time for me, and it really sucked, and it felt terrible. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I know uh, women can feel like they might want to question whether or not they're making a big deal out of asking for time or attention. Or the, the combination of the two. But this dude really doesn't seem like, like it kind of seems like she number two on his <laughs> roster. Like there's another woman. And Not even number two. He's like, she's like the the bench. <laughs> you can apply one, two, three, four, five, six, and then. I mean, because like, it, it, and it's on a Sunday this year. So just think about that. It's on a Sunday boy couldn't make time no for real and i said like i asked a couple weeks ago what we should do and he said he'll make dinner and then a week ago so after they made that plan he said oh nah i'm gonna get a moving truck that means a girl on the roster that's higher than her (laughs) had a slot of time that opened up but you know what i didn't even think about that oh my god Uh, but you know what i bet on the higher roster girl he's lower on her roster because she didn't know yet at the time. And she didn't it's, have time. you know, it's really sad if you look at the comments on this one. It's people are like, I don't see what the big deal is, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, clearly this man's not prioritizing her. You could fit in one dinner. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, don't go with your relationship questions to the internet because I don't know if you've ever seen the comment section on the internet. It's so bad. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's, it's toxic. What, what about you? What's your advice? Um, yeah, I think that, girl, you should go with your gut. You are an afterthought. <laughs> Just, you ain't a thought, but you're an afterthought. <laughs> you're, <laughs> stop it. Um, now that I reread this, I think it's really sus and it's really sketch for you guys to make plans to make, for, for he said that he was going to make you dinner like a couple weeks ago. And then a week ago, so after you made that plan, he says that he's moving. That's that's really sus to me. Like, why would you make plans when you know that you were planning on spending that time with her? Right? Yeah. Why would you do that? And why don't you just do it around the date, right? Or get stuff done before? Because this it seems like you guys have been talking about it for a while. Exactly. And, and two things about that that you just reminded me of. One, since when is moving and moving shit better than hanging out with a significant other or being with a significant other? It's not. I hate moving shit. Moving shit is the worst. (laughs) Friends that are your best friends don't want to move shit with you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And and apparently through the comments, I'm looking at her responses to these really just not nice people. Um, She was saying like, yeah, I I have helped him the last two weekends. Mm. The last two weekends she's helped them. So so that's one. Number two is, from what it sounded in the beginning, is this is a consistent theme with him, that he has not and does not have time for her. Mm-hmm. So she's been given a whole baby's worth of time. Nine months. She could have She could have had a whole baby. <laughs> and in this relationship, baby... She has noted, she has had a pattern of this dude not being available. So in my mind, you ain't got time for me. And you know what? That's fine. If you ain't got time for me, you don't have time for this relationship. And maybe when you do have time, hit me up if I'm available and I have time. And if I haven't met somebody that had time and that I really hit it off with. Yeah, it just seems like this relationship is very one-sided. So, um, it's not reciprocated the same energy. It seems like she's the one that's really the one that's conforming to what he wants and accommodating him. And it doesn't seem like at all that he's accommodating her. So what's the verdict? Stay 
or leave his ass. One, two, three. Leave, leave his, his ass. ass. Okay. It's like Moria in this bitch. <laughs> All right. Well, um, once again, this, this episode was fun. it was. It was really fun. <laughs> and we hope that you guys are having a wonderful Valentine's Day with your loved one. And if you're single, I hope that you could find some time for yourself or with friends safely of course (laughs) yeah and let us know what you guys did um for your socially distanced valentine's day Mm -hmm. at our instagram which is always at always love yours yours with a z Mm -hmm. podcast (laughs) so always love yours podcast yours with a z and or also our email at always love yours podcast yours with a z at (laughs) gmail.com We're rusty. We are. But um, remember, this episode was sponsored by uh, Customized by Krista. You can find that at Customized by Krista uh, on Instagram. Uh, Just check it out and message her for what you want. Um, If you send Always Love Yours podcast um, in the DMs, you'll get a discount of 10%. Um, Thanks again. (laughs) Uh, You know he did that without discussing that with me. But yes, definitely. If you're a listener... Exactly, and we're just going to be here once again to remind you to always love yours. Deuces.